0: Geico presents, oh, not again, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, man, so I was in a rush to get to work and I left the back door open. Could you shut it? I left it wide open. Uh, While you are there, could you also turn off the oven and all of the burners? (laughs) My mom never let me use the oven. I wonder why. (laughs) The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if it's your roommate's first time operating an oven. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance.
1: everybody (laughs) welcome to this feels terrible aka uh, me trying to um, ruin (laughs) producer Dustin's life Um, thank you for listening Uh, this podcast is about sex and relationships and love and all of our shortcomings Uh, my guest on the show this week is a friend of mine and is someone who I've looked up to for a while. Uh, Her name is Casey Wilson, Casey Rose Wilson. She is on the show Happy Endings on ABC, and she plays the character Penny, and she's so funny. She was also on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. She's also on Saturday Night Live. She's uh, really talented and... More than her being talented, like, she's she's such a kind person and has always been really genuine. We used to do a show together at UCB. We used to perform on the same Herald team. She was always so cool and so funny and so kind. And, um, yeah, I was really excited to have her on the podcast. And uh, this is our interview where we talk about, um, you know— Relationships and life and whatnot. So, um, you know, let's all love ourselves this week.
0: Uh, so, I had um, broken up with a long term boyfriend who was wonderful and was feeling very just depressed and kind of. Sad And so many months went by and I was feeling like it was time to get out there. But it was Mm -hmm. one of those things where the minute the idea struck me, I literally like got myself out there that night. It wasn't (laughs) like a long thought of process kind of occurred to me like maybe I should go on a date. And then the fates as the fates would have it. uh, I was working on Happy Endings, the show I'm on. And there was a co-star, a guy who played one of my boyfriends. And I just like willed this into existence. He was very cute. And we had, like, two very small things in common where he had gone to the same high school as my parents. And I was like, well, this is fate. And this is <laughs> this is <laughs> the universe has responded. <laughs> and I was like, awesome. And so it was just one of those things where you haven't dated in a long time and you're just so out of the gate, like, way too eager. Mm-hmm. And so he asked me for my number. And instead of just kind of privately accepting that information with myself, I was, like, banging on everyone's doors on the trailer, like, hey, ask me for my number. They're like, Who? like what what, it's so
1: sad that you're like dancing around and really like a co-star someone who just comes on a show for an episode like one of your co-stars no
0: no no. yes thank you for um, this story is about uh, Damon Wayans Jr Um, (laughs) (laughs) what if it was how wonderful that would be amazing amazing. (laughs) I wouldn't let you leave sorry Samira his girlfriend um so yeah this is just a, a day player if you will um someone who just comes on for the weekend, plays my boyfriend and he was very cute and so he asked me out and then he sort of asked me out for the weekend but then I was weirdly trying to make it sooner and I'm like what about tomorrow which is so <laughs> wrong and embarrassing it was like right. a Tuesday I think or maybe a Wednesday and I'm like let's go to El Carmen this Mexican restaurant He's like, okay, and I couldn't even gauge where his texts were, but I'm doing like tons of bits, and he's kind of like half bidding back, like sort of a sad ping pong back over, mm-hmm. but it's like barely getting over the net. So we, <laughs> <laughs> so we pull. I pull up to the restaurant, and this this might be the saddest portion of the entire night, which is that I see it has a valet, and I I'm remembering in my head like if if I know El Carmen correctly, they bring your car really quick. So I thought, I'm going to park around the corner so that in case we have a walk to the car, this is like (laughs) so embarrassing. I really thought, I think a walk would would serve me better than just a quick car pickup, like in terms of making out or something. Because I was so determined, like this is the night I get back out there and Find a husband No I'm kidding Just kidding Just kidding guys So uh, I park around the corner But it's only like You can't park there They mm-hmm. have to live in that You know whatever It's called um,
1: the, the alley? Or, or, okay. <laughs> um, or you can't no it's, it's, it's like city
0: You know you have to have a permit Or whatever Right right okay, But I just permit. I decide that so strong Is my urgings To get a walk home That I'm like I'll just park illegally So now I'm basically Resolved know. to paying For making out with this guy Because yeah. I know I'm going to get a ticket Yeah This is a sad story. Um, (laughs) So I park around the corner. I walk in and we start just like doing bits and stuff and it's going well. And we have a great time. We have a bunch of drinks. And so then, you know, he walks me home, and my plan is really working. He's like, oh, my God, you got a ticket. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I'm, like, you're, I'm so
1: irresponsible. Oh. I'm like, what is wrong with take me? Take care of me. <laughs>
0: like, you live in L.A., please. Bring me home <laughs> yeah. and wrap me up like a baby and rock me. Um, so then at one point, while we're making out of the car, he's like, do you want to go out again? Now, this is where any like, self-respecting... In the res-
1: middle of hanging out in or in the middle of, like, of making out? Out. Yeah,
0: he's like, I'd love to see you again. And this is where any self-respecting woman would take that yes, mm-hmm. get right in the ticket filled car and go home and instead I say let's hang out now and go back into El Carmen. Oh. Basically restart the night.
1: <laughs> and he's like
0: okay now I'm already like completely drunk at this point. We go back and now it's at a level where I simply can't even drive that car home. Like that car right. is no longer an option as a mode of transportation for me. So we go back in El Carmen. We have another drink and then this is when the tipping point of like you're not ready to be seeing someone. Like, I think I was getting teary eyed at points but kind of like to myself yeah, and it's getting very weird finally he has to drive me home and he and then it just starts getting nuts and bolts like nuts and bolts he lives very far he's got three dogs he needs to take out yeah and then i'm hearing more and more about the school teacher that he's like was engaged to but like it's actually complicated right normally she does live there but they're not together and now i'm starting to hear things that i'm not loving yeah and then he drives me home we go back to my place we make out quite a bit, quite more than I'm proud of. Then I walk him to the door, like my dog is thrown up all over the entryway, and things are just getting so <laughs> tough, like such the uh, harsh light of day. And I then, still
1: can't believe that you went back into the No one
0: can, <laughs> Aaron. No one can. I <laughs> can't either. Guys, I beg you to all know I was in a spot. And so then when he leaves, I remember, sorry, I'll... Beat up the story, but no. I flung open the door and I have a balcony, and I like ran out on it, and I'm like, he's on the street level now, and I'm like, goodbye, great night, and I'm like yelling to (laughs) (laughs) the street. (laughs) And I remember his look on his face was like, this fucking girl, like I can't get in the car fast enough and get back to that school teacher. Uh So that happened. Then I kind of was like so determined to make something of this that. Alicia Cuthbert, my co my co star, my actual co star, (laughs) who was on the date with me. Now she was like, "Casey, please." She kind of sensed I was on a brink of something. She's like, "Please don't Mm -hmm. call him." Mm She's like, "Just let it lay, let it lay." And I'm like, "Don't call him," but I want to like see him again. She's like, "Oh God." And Alicia's so sweet and younger than me and has such a firmer hold on reality and the (laughs) world. So she's like, give me his number. I'll, I'll keep it so that you don't call him back. And I'm like, that's a great idea. It's out of my phone. She has it on a pink post, like a uh, kind of an index card. And I see her put it on top of her microwave in her trailer. So I do see that. <laughs> this your context clues. So like two days go by that seem excruciating. Now, mind you, I don't even think we had so much going on in between us, this guy. Like it wasn't right. like such scintillating chit-chat that I
1: needed to... You needed to hear more about that school teacher. Yeah, and I, d- I
0: didn't. And, but then the urge comes upon me again, and I'm like, I need to reach out. I, I think, I don't know what I thought. Like, is he doesn't know my number? So I said to Alicia, I'm like, can I get that number? She's like, I'm so ashamed she's like get it it's on top of the microwave I go and get it and it slips behind the microwave onto like in between the back of the microwave and the wall and I can't get to it it's gone and Alicia posits that this is the fates kind (laughs) of (laughs) kind of telling me that this is not to happen right I decide it's time to go to the craft services truck and grab as many like a spatula and some tongs (laughs) and a knife and try to get it out We cannot get it out. We try. We're, like, scraping at it. That I decide, oh, this sounds so sad. So then I'm like, now it's it's the universe telling me, the harder I try, the greater the reward. So now I have a transpo (laughs) guy come over and, like, remove Alicia's microwave. And I'm on the ground with him, and Adam Pally, who was on the show with us, walked by, and he saw me, and he asked what we were doing, and I kind of told him. And he's like, could I take a picture of you guys? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, I just want to take a picture of your saddest moment. <laughs> and so that was the end of it. And basically, I did all that work in order for, to leave the craziest message of all time that was like, Wah! like I don't want to go out again, but I'm fine if we do. But it doesn't matter if we don't, because I don't care. Uh, but I do care. It was horrible. Uh, so that was what you call a transitionary time. <laughs> <laughs> just a, an in-between time.
1: Oh man! So you never talked to him again? No. Right. Right.
0: That is correct.
1: Oh god! That's a why. Why is it that after a long-term relationship, you just forget how to how to behave interact with people yes. and like what's appropriate? And <sighs> I know. Ew. So you just had a birthday? It's coming up. Oh, it's coming up. Yes.
0: Oh, but it's very soon. Oh, October.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, then why did I think your birthday just happened? I don't know. That's so weird. I sent you an email that said "Happy belated." birthday. I thought that
0: was a joke, <laughs> <laughs> like a bit. Like you open an email, like it's always belated, and I'm like, okay. "That's
1: funny." All right. <laughs> okay. Well, now I'll use that. I I'll laughed. say "Happy belated birthday." Hey, that's so weird. Um, so you can steal that anyway from yourself. Sorry, that's that's no worst. But than it is in October, so... right? Well, that's so soon. A, <laughs> it's very soon. Okay. Um, and you you have a newer boyfriend. I do now. Yes. What? And how long have you guys been dating? We've been dating a year oh yeah oh boy and were you guys together on your last birthday
0: we were yes
1: because that's how years work (laughs) yes it
0: seems no I guess we've been dating like 12 months because his birthday is somewhat close to mine and Mm -hmm. this seems like this follows from my last story because I decided to do a joint birthday though we had only been dating two months (laughs) everyone's like okay we're getting the running theme (laughs) you're fucking crazy but I thought it was easier what was what was that like it was fun. We it was very low key and we went to this bar uh, which closed down the Silver Spoon in LA on Santa Monica.
1: Oh, it's RIP. like a real dive bar. RIP Silver Spoon. RIP. Oh. Um how did that how did that go gift wise? And like uh, and and how he must be the coolest guy in the world if he he was down with the the two months. He
0: is the coolest guy in the world. Uh it went well gift wise. I I think his was first so I had a lot of pressure on me. Mhm. But I got him which is I got him a guitar, Oh. which is a lot, I think. Now I'm yeah. really taking a hard look at a lot of things right now. <laughs> I'm like, he got me movie tickets? No.
1: <laughs>
0: no, he got me some jewelry. No, he's a very cool guy.
1: Oh. How did you guys meet?
0: Um, we met at work.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you still work together? Yeah. Because it's Damon Waynes Jr. It's Damon. Yeah. <laughs> it's Damon's father. What is that like working with somebody that you're, that you're dating?
0: Um, it's great. It's weird, and it's but it's awesome because the the show I, I shoot sixteen hour days, and so it's nice to just, you know I see him very briefly.
1: Yeah, so it's great. No, it's did great. you keep your affair a secret for a while? Yes. Oh, okay. we did. That's very surprising, given the given uh, who I am, <laughs> microwave thing. <and> the yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's uh, very
0: surprising. Yeah, we did for a little bit, and then you know, um, who approached whom? I think I approached him. I really like I liked him, but then, you know, we, we we didn't date for a long time and you know, it's weird. We're we all work together
1: and yeah. so it's all good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, and you you mentioned uh before we started recording that you guys are going to a couple's astrologist? Yes, I did. Can you
0: explain what that is? <laughs> I can uh, I have a group of my girlfriends go to this astrologer who's amazing. And I am not uh, take everything I've said out of the mix and hadn't been into astrology at all. And um, her name's Heidi Rose Robbins. And she's Ooh. incredible. And she performed my friend's wedding. And she's really a, just a wonderful person. And yeah. And she sounds so, like a candle. She's a candle.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's, <laughs> she's
0: literally a candle. She Exactly. She burns very bright. And she's just a great person, very insightful person. And so we all started kind of seeing her maybe once a year. And then it trickled down into like couples readings and everyone kind of in my group of friends has been like, I, I, I'm not the kind of person that would see an astrologer, but I have a weekly appointment with Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten very
1: crazy. And
0: she also does a female astrological retreat.
1: Oh. Which I've attended. What is that like? Crazy. Yeah.
0: Crazy. I mean, we get to know each other through our signs, Aaron.
1: Wow. <laughs> I know. And what, what is your sign? What's that? I'm
0: about? a Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. The agony and the ecstasy, the highs and the lows. <laughs> So uh, yeah, no, it was it was more just kind of like a women's retreat, and I'm into that kind That's of fun. stuff. That's fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like feels like acting school, and you get to know everyone, and you hear about everyone's challenges, and then everyone cries, and you feel close to people. And yeah, I like it.
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah. You, you do seem like someone who really nurtures her female friendships. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say yourself. I was like, <laughs> who are you really like- like- <laughs> overfed?
0: <laughs> Over tended to? <laughs> Overindulged in sure. every way. Uh, thank you. I try to do that. I think I do have, uh, I'm still very close with my five girlfriends from like third grade. And then kind of every phase of life seem to still be close with girlfriends.
1: That's great. Yeah. Are you, when you start, I have a problem when I start dating someone seriously, like I, my friend, I'm, I neglect my friendships. Yeah. How are you in that area? I think it's hard. It's definitely hard, but I mm. think, I don't know. I think maybe cause I'm 31,
0: there's been more of a pass. I felt or people are maybe on the side of like, hope she meets someone. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I think you have to kind of try to maintain both just because so, so many, Times you know you're on the other side of it, and then you have to kind of like scrounge back with your right. girlfriends, or you just don't know what'll happen. and And I'm very much one for spending time with your boyfriend, but absence makes the heart grow fonder, which mm-hmm. he might not agree with. But I do think going out with friends and kind yeah. of I don't know I think it's good to go do stuff and be apart, although it's hard. Totally, when you just want to hang out with someone all the time.
1: Yeah. No, I I think I are think you it's do really you guys important.
0: spend. If I may ask, a lot of time together?
1: We do spend a lot of time together. Um, That's nice too. Yeah, it is nice. But but I also like I, if I'm if I'm conscious of it, the second that I realize like I've been, I've spent every moment with my boyfriend. Is he here? He's under the table. Oh, are you doing, He's wow. great. I was sleeping. What's his sign? <laughs> I'm so, I'm so bad with signs. I never know. He was, his, his birthday is January 3rd. So that's, I don't know. You were doing a bit, I, you weren't actually, we asked. I was what. doing a bit and I want the record to show. I don't know what January 3rd is.
0: I'm not like a completely cuckoo banana.
1: <laughs> you just go to retreats and you have a <laughs> weekly appointment. No, I just make it a way of life. That's <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> hey, scooters. Um Commercial time. Uh, first of all, the show is going to be live We're going to be doing a live recording of the show On September 30th at the UCB Theater That's a Sunday at 9.30 Please uh, buy tickets for that I actually i am um, about to check to see how many tickets we have sold for that But uh, Dan Harmon's going to be there Other very famous movie stars are going to be there probably uh, Please buy tickets for that Also, um, our show, uh, we run on donations and I'm always appreciating all of your donations and I'm sending out postcards and packages. If you donate $50 or over, I will send you a personalized package with a CD that I made myself with my hands and my heart. And uh, a painting that I've made just for you, $50 or over, or $10, I'll send you a postcard. If you go to feralaudio.com and click on This Feels Terrible, click on my face, and then click on Donate Now. Also, if you shop on Amazon ever, which I do, if you go to uh, This Feels Terrible and click Shop on Amazon, it'll just lead you to Amazon, and Amazon gives us some money, and that's, that's very nice. Um, also, please check out the other shows on Feral Audio. You can vouch for all of them. They're all great. Um, I've been really liking Vomit on the Web lately uh, with uh, Melissa Stevens and Ingrid Haas, who are friends. friends. Uh, check out that show. And fucking just be yourself. <laughs> please. For once. Susan. Kids are a big thing. I guess kids are the main the main thing when I think about getting married and making a making a family mm-hmm. with somebody. You want to have kids. I do want to have kids. Yeah. I also was a nanny for a long time. Oh, that's so I w right. um,
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I can I can stave off how that. did you like being a nanny? I'm so fascinated. I used to be <laughs> one in college and out after oh, college. Yeah. Uh I I enjoyed being a nanny, though it's a you know, I, I worked for several different families, and there were some families that were really hands-off for their kids, so I felt like I was mother, like an actual an actual mother, which... I wonder if that's more in L.A. I, yeah. Yeah. I'd assume as much. Like, it's connected to money. Like, there, there are a lot of people who have children who don't necessarily... Um, want children i think or like it's it's just another milestone a life milestone like when you have enough money and you can outsource your parenting yeah it's, it's a little bit easier to have kids or I, I don't know no that's a that's a dumb sentence it's not easier to have kids it's easier to not Spend have time the re- responsibility of parenting yeah. yeah so that was that was fine but also a, a, a sad thing yeah
0: i i always found when i was babysitting too this like I always had this voyeuristic, like, quality in terms of the couple's relationship. Yeah. I was always, like, very keenly wanting to know, w- w- taking the temperature on them and what was going on and what worked for them and what didn't and, like... I don't know, and and if a couple was great, I was very kind of longing for like, oh, they have this great family, and I would get really attached to that idea that they were this a great family, yeah, or that this was a bad family, or
1: that dynamic is is strange. Oh, it is strange, weird. weird, yeah, yes. yeah. Did you? Uh, yes. What was your experience like with the with the fathers of the kids when you were I in college?
0: Always just no matter what was like i'm the mother's friend like i'm on her side i barely look yeah not that i was so like the type of nanny that dads were like falling all (laughs) over i'm sure they were like but but i was very keenly aware of like i'm the mom's like sweet friend that's younger yeah you know or not even friend but that was kind of my mo always yeah just you have like, to. I'm just that. cheerful and yes, because, yeah, yes. because it's it's, <laughs> know it's your place.
1: It's just so it, that dynamic of babysitter father. Is just it's just like a natural uh, danger zone. Yeah, Because yeah. there's a younger woman that's watching your children. Yeah. Not yes. saying that there are any uh, actual bad situations, but right. <laughs> it was, you know, rough. But yeah, I um, I I liked I liked nannying. I do. I I like kids. They are they're all the time. It is so Those tiring. Kids, yeah. Oh my gosh, I would never was more tired than when I was nannying.
0: Yeah. I thought it was just like sometimes like, I, don't think I do not
1: should <laughs> Would you would you ever hire a nanny?
0: Oh, I think I would. Yeah. I mean, I had a but it's so different. Like I grew up in Virginia and the nanny was a woman named Mrs. Grimes who was elderly <laughs> and smoked cigarettes and watched um Santa Barbara that soap opera. And I oh. would just eat fruit loops <laughs> and watch on the bed with her like that wow. was it i just go across the street it was yeah. so Mrs. Grimes Mrs. Grimes was so different than like now we you know where it's very like yeah. nanny
1: comes and her name is Raquel
0: she's taking you to the natural history museum <laughs> exactly it's so kind of structured and although oh my gosh I was at a wedding and our uh, friends have a nanny cam <gasps> oh my oh, gosh I, I, no. I felt as a nanny a former nanny and yeah. I felt it was wrong and that you could just see into their living room and they're like, oh, yeah, we're just checking on the nanny. And they were not checking on the kid. They were checking on the nanny. They're like, what's she watching? And they looked at what she was watching. And literally, this poor woman's sitting oh, there. Oh, my goodness. And I guess my thing is, like, I don't want to know what they're up to, really. Yeah. Enough to be ever spying on someone just seems so crossing a line. Yeah. And creepy.
1: I, Maybe yeah, for I, your kid, I could see,
0: like, wanting to see what they're doing, like, yeah, in their yeah. crib.
1: Yeah. That's, um, that's tough. I mean, as a, as a nanny or nanny for years, I don't think I ever did anything that was inappropriate ever, but yeah. it, w- it would feel so violated knowing that someone was, was taping me. Don't <laughs> hire me I if felt you think I'm going to do something What I did bad. do, what I used to do <laughs> is like I said, I would
0: have a weird, like, I would want to look through like wedding albums, and I've always like wanted to do right. that, which yeah. is so weird. Yeah, and I would just like open up photo albums, but I was never like rifling through their drawers or anything. It was more like if an album was out, but it was closed on the bookshelf. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. But to me, those were like we've put these albums out. <laughs> so yeah, have to look through. I don't think that's bad. that's that was the worst of what I did.
1: <laughs> it You're was. probably flattered. I worked for this family for a while, and they when I first moved to LA, my job started as nanny. And then moved, changed into family assistant, which meant that I was like doing <laughs> family assistant for family assistant. the kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was well the the parents. Uh, yeah, there was the I was I was taking the kids to the park and like helping the kids with their homework, and then also picking up dry cleaning, and also so basically you did everything. Yeah, I did everything. Okay, and then that turned into uh, fuck buddy, <laughs> fuck buddy. Yeah, uh, so, uh, the third parent, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. that that turned into me also um, cooking all their meals. What? And then that evolved. Wow, into you had me quite also. a skill set to bring. I did, yeah. I had nothing beyond like funny
0: voices and like staring <laughs> off into the middle distance <laughs> and like wondering when it was time to go
1: home. Uh, well, it Cooking. was a nightmare. Like I, I didn't, I didn't know how to cook, and you just worked for this one family. I worked for this one family. My boss, she really knew how to cook, and oh, she also didn't have a job, so she was around what? all the time. Oh, that's the worst. I hate when the parent yes. is home. I'm like,
0: if you're home, be with the kid. If you're not, great, but yeah, go sit in the car and just stare off. But don't be here. Because you feel like they're watching you,
1: yeah. And like you don't you don't really feel like you're in charge because you're not. And it's it's confusing to the kids to have like this this surrogate parent when their parents like sitting there, you know, watching TV. I was like, well, why is why is Aaron telling me what to do? Because my mom's sitting right there. Um but then that evolved into me also cleaning their house. This is what? over a course of course of like of three one years. <laughs> yeah, one month. It was a week. Um and I asked for it. Wow. Uh it was it was over three years. So by the end Did of three years. No, I didn't. Because I'm the I'm the worst business person on the face of the planet. What? I wish yeah, it just it just happened. But through, like, little things of, like, well, Erin, like, we probably don't need to have you on for so many hours because we're going to hire a housekeeper. I mean, unless you want to do it. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, so. That's not right. I, It, it was the most unhealthy That's thing. That's not right. So I was going through their stuff because I had to because <laughs> I was cleaning it and I was folding all their things. So you were seeing, You were oh, way too everything. involved with them. Yeah. And did you like involved. them as people? Um... Eh they Uh Uh Yes and no The eh. answer is no I mean yes and no It's a It's It's such a weird Thing Being a domestic Worker And being inside Someone's house And They They didn't really like Calling me Their nanny I felt that You know I had a
0: Mom Sorry I didn't Rope you but No either uh, She was my drama teacher And then her husband Was a director and actor And so I worked for them and she would always introduce me, which I, I guess was okay. I don't know. How she would always say, this is my friend,
1: Casey, yeah. which I
0: sort of thought was yeah. sweet in a way because she was kind of, I think she knew I like worshipped her too, but she was kind of elevating, not elevating me, but trying
1: to make me yeah. feel like, but at the end of the day, it's like, but I am your nanny and that's kind of fine too. Yeah. Yeah. I go, I go back and forth with that. It was interesting. Like if I what was What did they with, call you? <laughs> well, they, uh, they're her assistant oh. if I was with her, but I, so I was either her assistant Or the nanny, but it depended on who we were hanging out with, because sometimes I would go with them to functions and there would be people with a lot of money there. And then I was the nanny or I was her assistant if I was doing something else for her. Um, But I just I became too. But like to the kids, They explained my presence. Was like, well, it's like she's your older sister, so she's taking care of things. She's your older sister. Nope, I don't accept that. No, so then that's weird. Yeah, there there became a point where the I'm not
0: your older sister. I work. Yeah, I work for your
1: parents, and I'm taking care of you. And there was there's a point where they. The The kids, like, pretty early on, were like, can Erin, our sister, eat dinner with us? Or <laughs> <laughs> does she have to uh, be cleaning the living room? Or does she have to be, like, standing in the kitchen? Awkwardly while we eat. Yeah. There was, there was one time when they had, like, a big Hanukkah dinner. And um, they, I made this, my boss had taught me how to prepare brisket, which is kind of, Difficult, yes, I think like preparing difficult. meat is hard. And like I said, she taught me how to cook. She was also a control freak. So she would get really upset at me if I did something wrong. meaning you know, she wasn't doing anything, but she, she taught me how to cook. And then she explained to me how to cook the brisket. And there, it begs the question, why didn't she cook the brisket? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, who knows? Um, I think it, I, I th- believe I was hired to witness her life and to validate her. Just, just so there's someone to there bear
0: witness yes. to bear witness. Yeah. She
1: was always home and I was always like oh, working around dark. her. Yeah. When oh, she so she moved to LA. She brought her family out to LA to become to to um because she wanted to be an actress. And she like I this I don't is, know if I can hear the rest of the story. <laughs> Go on. This is back Go in on. the 80s. And she she didn't she didn't make it as an actress so then she um she became a casting director. And then that didn't work out. So then she had just retired. So when I moved to LA and she knew that I was doing improv and stuff, like when I moved out here, I was like, I want to do UCB. Like, I want to do improv. I want to do sketch. And she, like, I was going to a ton of uh, improv rehearsals and stuff at the time. Like when we were both on Hey, Uncle Gary, yeah. I was coming from Nanny. Um, <laughs> she would always, like, from the beginning, like, I explained to her, like, yeah, I, I really love improv. And she's like, ah, a workout, because, oh. <laughs> because in the 80s like when she was an actress like her and her friends would get together and do like theater games to work out mm. to work out their emotions yeah. to work out their, their craft yeah <laughs> yeah um, but, uh, so that when I was doing shows and stuff I was like I'm going to go do shows she was like have fun at your workout and I was like no oh. it's, <laughs> <laughs> no it's the end it's the end of the thing yeah, it was like, this is the final cool. your workout and she had a ton of advice that was just like so dated oh and, uh, god Adorable kind of, but anyway, so I made this brisket, and she had given me like two different recipes, kind of, and like somehow. I don't know if I can hear this. (laughs) The time. That she gave me versus like the pounds, like it was two different things, and Didn't she was like just together. combine these recipes. So I don't know if it was her fault or my fault, but I who can say who can say. Um, but I way overcooked the brisket, sure, like sure. really like just petrified the the brisket, and they had a Were they you had. Scared? Oh, terrified. Um, well, I, I took it out and I was like, oh. and she was right there because she was always, she was always there. She was there. always right there. Yeah, she was always right there. Oh and God. she, like, they, they had like ten, 10 people coming over for Hanukkah. And and that was the only meat? Yeah, that, that was, it was the brisket. Oh yeah, that was, that was the thing. I feel sick. And I took it out and she was just like, oh, God, why? Again, why? Erin, why? Just so in pain and... Ugh, like everyone everyone came over and i well was she gonna tell them that she had cooked it oh i don't know i mean maybe maybe she she probably yeah i don't know probably wouldn't have mention i don't know but as as you would guess as people are entering the room welcome thank you so much for coming over our assistant ruined the brisket. I'm so <gasps> sorry, our assistant ruined the brisket. Oh, no. And I, she had me wear like and you all had to white. just stay there? Yeah. And stand in the kitchen, which was in view, because they had a big, like, open space, like, dining room, kitchen, like, no there wasn't any door dividing them it was just like an island and stuff and so I just stood in the kitchen and like brought them more food when they needed it and just the the entire meals conversation was about how bad the brisket was and like that's what Fuck you get for hiring woman. someone who's not Jewish and all these things oh. and then the kids saying can Aaron sit with us and just that being ignored like and over and over again Ugh. Oh,
0: it was horrible. it was such
1: it was such a bummer but we bonded um, because I in my job interview like she she was in remission for the same cancer that killed my mother. Oh my and gosh, so when I'm we sorry. met, yeah. thank you we had the same we really connected well, and I course. was like, I had this whole and You're thinking you're gonna work out. Yeah stuff and, and I was like, I have a new mom it really like fucked up my, <sighs> my uh, spirit for a while working I'm for sure. that family. I worked in New York for I was an assistant for two
0: years after college for a woman that it, it after I stopped working for her, she was such a kind of abusive woman uh, it took me a year to kind of come back from that job like uh, how was she abusive she was just so. Crazy. She was so crazy that she just made everyone around her crazy. And she would like throw quarters at my head to get my attention and stuff. That was oh just my funny. Gosh. That was like comical. <laughs> and it would drive her crazy because I'd be working and she always thought I typed too loud. And huh. so she would throw quarters at my head. And, and genuinely, I would see them drop and think they would fall out of my desk. And it really drove her crazy because I'd pick them up and like happily pocket them in my desk. <laughs> and she would be like, I'm no, I'm like throwing that at you. <laughs> And she was so crazy, and like she had all these crazy eating issues and just mm. rampant eating disorders, and so I used to eat and and honestly like was not i've been overweight, I was really not overweight really at this time, but I would get this focaccia sandwich from Balthazar like every day, and I would eat it at my desk, and this drove her crazy, oh. and she would call me into my and I guess maybe I w- I could have lost a couple. But she would call me into her office and she's like, you need to go to OA meetings and like uh, like oh readers Anonymous and print out the times for me. But I was like such a pleaser that I told her that I went. Because I was scared of her. I was really scared of her. Yeah, I told her that I went to the meetings and she's like, Joe is an excellent leader, isn't he? I was like, mm, he's wonderful. I never <laughs> went And I'm like keeping up these lies that I'm going to these OA meetings in this oh, city. No. And like, it was just crazy. She was so crazy because you had a sandwich yes she and it was so funny because i I, i've had the experience a few times where other people's weight issues are put on me and i'm really kind of was like i thought i looked great (laughs) i'm like what going home like over readers anonymous so that means i i should have such a problem this woman thinks i need to go to like a and and that's a very real place and fine but it's just she was crazy and um and that's a fine place to go, but it, it was just to, to put that on someone else is so Jeez, what, what did she have for lunch? She, nothing. I mean, nothing. She, she wouldn't eat. And she was very disturbed woman. Really? Kind of, and yeah.
1: um, Yeah. Eating issues. Yeah. My, my, my boss, that same, that same boss had, had a lot of, had some, had some ideas. About, uh, about brisket and how it should <laughs> be cooked. About brisket and, uh, and, and weight loss. Um, you did a video for uh, Funny or Die a couple of years ago where yeah. you were reading your IMDb oh, yeah. comments. Mm-hmm. And those are real, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yes. You said those are real. Mm-hmm. And that, that
0: was following
1: um, SNL and everything. Yes. Right? I actually
0: made the video while I was on SNL and then was not on. <laughs> but I made the video while I was on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because that was a, you don't have to talk about that, but like that was a big thing, right? Like. It was. I mean, it was a very
0: strange sort of set of circumstances in which basically I was on the show and my mom had recently passed away and I was very out of it. And I'm certainly not blaming it on this, but I I took antidepressants and it did cause me to gain weight. But but Mm -hmm. more than that, I was just so kind of scared and out of it. Like it just was not a great time and I was very nervous and wanting to do a great job and I... Why were you nervous? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't, I was just, I remember like, you know, I just, I, w- I didn't have time to work out. I just was, my head was not in yeah. the right place. And then, um, so I, I found out that, that I wasn't being asked back and, and that was sort of, I was actually at peace with it because I just, you know, you know when things are your strengths and when they're not. And I was right. kind of like, I had a, a very good relationship with, with Lauren and, a, and I just knew it w- was not the right place for me. So I was kind of fine with that and then this news kind of came to light and I don't I genuinely don't even remember who said it but I think it was I don't even know, maybe the Hollywood reporter, I don't remember. But someone said I was fired because I was overweight and it was like all over it was like on the CNN ticker and all this and the the funniest so kind of most ironic part was like I that really well, it was just reported wrong, and that wasn't the truth. I mean, maybe someone had thoughts about that, but that really wasn't the case. And so I had to basically come yeah. to the defense of SNL and say, like, no, they fired me because they didn't think I was carrying enough weight.
1: Right. <laughs> it was not. So it was just, it was like, such a,
0: a kind of uncomfortable, like, weird yeah. moment where... Because
1: people are, like, taking your side, right? Like, how dare they?
0: Right, which is very sweet, and... But
1: also, but how also dare you...
0: Not the case, really. And so it was just this kind of, like... It was a very painful. Just the whole uh, thing was like I, 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 because I, I had not commented when I was fired because I felt like there's no comment. Like uh, there's just no comment. You know, happy or sad, it always comes off a little like I just didn't think there was a comment, and so they thought because I was being quiet that right. I wasn't. So it was just such a weird and my kind of nightmare in life is like deep misunderstandings, and I did feel it was just such a misunderstanding, yeah, of intentions and of truth and and. And it was obviously embarrassing, and and I've kind of, you know, it's funny, it's like, I, at the time, you're like, this is such a huge deal, and the worst thing has happened, and people, it was almost like I, I was more surprised that people would say I was overweight, rather than the fact that I was, <laughs> and <laughs> then, but, I don't know, good kind of came of it, and you just find, I then w- worked on a movie, and the director, totally separate from this, was very adamant that I lose weight, and I remember at the time, just so upset, and, and fighting that, What and was that
1: conversation like?
0: And it was pretty blunt. He said, he was very harsh, and he said, I'm in charge of the aesthetic of this movie, and I don't think people want to watch fat people on screen.
1: Oh, wow. It was a
0: tough, very tough thing to hear, and especially because, again, this weirdly, I didn't feel I looked that bad you know right. I, I really didn't frame it that way for myself well
1: and you didn't but it's just when you I think, see like, <laughs> but like actresses are so yes and in, in, in,
0: in, when you kind of put it in that type of context but I was like I look good I was like yes no I just didn't like, you know so obviously after the SNL thing I was, I was taking a second look a second glance in the mirror but then he sort of you know and, and weirdly I know where he was coming from too He he wanted the character to be it's all it's never one thing it's never like this man is horrible and and frankly like it was one of the best things that could have happened to me that I did lose weight more for myself because again like the place I was in in SNL was just someone who's not taking care of themselves like because they're so fearful or whatever so it all worked out but was you know painful and you and
1: you lost weight in a healthy way okay. yeah, right? yeah. I and mean,
0: I I know I, this is like so offensive but I wish I could be have eating problems, now. <laughs> <laughs> eating disorder I would love to have that resilient uh, that um no it's horrible no I, I did I just like worked out and ate better and yeah. I'm still you know still always trying to motivate to try to look better but but the main thing that has come up mm-hmm. it is just feeling better I think well.
1: Not to sound like Meredith Vieira, but you look great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. But you you look great but you don't to me you don't look any different than you did before. Well I, I, yeah, no, you look you look very tan right now.
0: Thank you. Well I did have to get a tan for work. I feel do oh. I look crazy? Do I think you what? I need to wash this in my face? They did a spray tan. Oh for
1: it's me. a spray tan. Yeah, no, it? no, it doesn't look like a spray tan. Thanks. It looks nice. Thank you. Um I uh do, doesn't it smell funny? Mm-hmm. I can't smell it. It does. Smells weird. I don't know I'm like, uh, here's a reason why you should feel bad about it. (laughs) Please, I I should feel bad. I'm ashamed, deeply ashamed. (laughs) Um, So your your character on Happy Endings is very, like, hapless in love and really uh, compulsive or impulsive. Like, is that... Did you have any part of that? Or, like, is there... I
0: didn't, honestly. I mean, the creator wrote the character that way, and, and then I think... If I've had anything to do with it, it was sort of infused with a little more positivity,
1: mm-hmm. I think,
0: is what I've been told. I think, you know, she was a little more jaded early on, but I think, personally, I felt like the jaded single girl is kind of done. I've just yeah. seen it so much with, like, a black hoodie, and she's, like, you know, hates men. I It was just, like, I feel that so many more women I know are single and hopeful and funny about it, and yeah. they know why their strengths and, and they just bounce back and are kind of having fun finding someone and maybe they're not, but they're still hopeful. And yeah. so I felt that
1: was kind of the funnier actually of choice. Uh yeah, I agree. It's it's so it's so great and unique, like how optimistic that character is yeah. and so, is like but also uh, owns her um shortcomings. I'm sure you've gotten like a really big response from
0: Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I mean to to segue I, I would say Especially given where I came from, from SNL, like, it's just been the right thing, kind of, like, right part and fun, and women seem to like it, and, and men like it, and it, you know, it doesn't have, like, the hugest audience in the world, but it's been very nice. People like the show, and they like the character, and Yeah, it's very cool.
1: It's really great. Did yeah. you Since since you've been on television more, do, do guys uh, approach you more? No, I mean... I guess people will tweet me just the weirdest things and so <laughs>
0: weird. Someone tweeted me yesterday. I want to lick inside your fart box. Oh, like, oh, oh. oh ah, like, <laughs> so disturbing and, and welcomed. Oh, man. Well, you gotta cast a wide <laughs> net if you have that, that fetish. <laughs> yeah, you have to cast a oh, real, yeah. real wide net. Um, so I think people, People, people have always felt very free to be on the internet. But, um, <laughs> but everyone pretty much that, you know, me or comes up, just likes the show and they seem like very normal and sweet. So I'm, I'm thankful. Yeah. 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 Because sometimes I think, I've hung out with some famous people where they're so famous and kind of like good looking and that's what they're known for, they're getting some weirdos. Like mm-hmm. I think with me, people are kind of more like approaching as like a, a nice guy or like a nice girl. It's just like, hey, <laughs> you know, they're very like sweet Kind
1: awesome. of yeah no yeah. um i have my i have my my 10-year high school reunion on saturday i'm not sure if i'm going to go but uh do you that makes me think of i'm i'm the worst at sideways uh since where are we you're, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh what do you think of fire a fire no <laughs> like, oh my gosh <laughs> um do you do you have like past boyfriends or like past relationships like coming out of the woodwork or anyone saying like oh Casey you look you look great you're doing great Gosh. or is there anyone where that you wish I would don't kind of I do? mean
0: June and I my my friend and writing partner we have written my high school boyfriend into like almost everything we write just this yeah. idea of this guy that I just thought he was so perfect and and really like. Was genuinely hung up on him for a long time, as this idea of like he, that was the perfect relationship, <laughs> which is so funny. And and we always joke with each other. I'm like, he's coming back any day now. <laughs> we just a matter of time until that phone rings. <laughs> and now he's he's married, which um and I'm still friendly with him and he's wonderful. But it he was the only one that I think like I remember I broke up with him because I was like, we should break up, and he was like, okay, <laughs> and that was the end of that. So so, so
1: out of the blue. You. yeah well thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh, yeah thank you so much for being on the show of you're course. an inspiration oh <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you this was a pleasure thanks for having me yes thank you. That's the show uh, thank you for listening you are a hero I'm uh, not being sarcastic. thank you so much please email any questions or comments to this feels terrible at gmail.com follow me at aaronmcgathy, twitter.com. Tell me I I sent me. I sent you. Can't follow myself. I've tried. (laughs) I have tried. Uh, Also, uh, please buy tickets for the live show or tell your friends in LA to come to the live show. I'm really excited about it and I'd really like to uh, meet you and and kiss your cheeks. Um, Other than that, have a good, honest, joyful wonderful week and um yeah just just fucking do it do it theyloveyou.com is an artist friendly podcast collective hosted by castmate.fm your own podcast at castmates.fm today. All of our artists reserve the rights to their materials. Your donations directly support your favorite artists, help pay for their show's production, and keep your favorite shows free. Music by The Fancy, we are the fancy.net. Visit fairlaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community
0: of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Geico presents, oh, not again, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, man, so I was in a rush to get to work and I left the back door open. Could you shut it? I left it wide open. Uh, While you are there, could you also turn off the oven and all of the burners? (laughs) My mom never let me use the oven. I wonder why. (laughs) The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if it's your roommate's first time operating an oven. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance.